Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Sexy with Steph. And today I am so excited to introduce our guest, Allison Hawley, channeling teacher and sexuality coach, and also my cousin. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say that part. I was like, if she doesn't say it, I won't say it. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, that's like the most important piece there. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah. Hi. Hello. I'm so grateful that you asked me to be on here and happy to dive into this with you. It's, you know, just even talking before we hit record, um, I was thinking it's so nice to be able to be in this space with people who teach sexuality and who understand that language, because I was able to say, okay, I need a moment to pause. And you were like, awesome. Right. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, I love it. I love it so much. And so I would love to just hear a little bit about you. If you, I mean, I don't know about you, but could yeah. you introduce yourself a little bit and kind of your background and what got you into channeling and sexuality and just a, a quick little bit about who you are? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Um, I find the easiest way to share what I do is um, back in 2012, I went through a really, really big spiritual awakening. And previous to that, um, you know, I was teaching pole dancing, like I, I was performing in a burlesque show. So I definitely had that. I was interested in sexuality. That was sort of a realm that I was uh, comfortable in. And, um, but then I had this massive awakening. And what happened when I went into that was my energy totally blew open. I started having spontaneous visions. I was channeling spontaneously. Um, I mean, I was, it was so much, it was so much. A lot of people, you know, they're like, how do you know if you went through a spiritual awakening? And I was like, there was no question for me. My life completely flipped. I was still running that pole dancing studio. I had to sell it. I could not function the way that I was functioning. So it was a big, big shift. And during that time, what happened was I sexually totally contracted. I was very afraid of sexuality because all of the sudden I was seeing things on another dimension. I was seeing things very clearly. And so all of the things that I'd hidden from myself and the people around me had hidden, I was seeing that stuff. I was seeing all of the the shadows that we were, you know, that we were trying not to see. And it was super um, scary and uncomfortable. And actually, in hindsight, what I realized I also did was I sort of went back into some of my religious understanding and upbringing around how to deal with things that don't totally feel comfortable. I then judged it and I pushed it away. And I, you know, I really went away from my sexuality for a while. So fast forward a little bit, um, I'm channeling and I, at that time was going through a separation in my marriage and I had a new partner and I was asking questions in my channeling space about this partner, about our connection. And in that space, I was shown different energy portals within the body that could be accessed through sexuality. And I was shown you know, in this particular case, Allison, this is why you haven't had sex, because if you were to access that portal right now, you would be absolutely emotionally devastated because it would open up so much for you. So 
that was kind of my introduction to understanding sexual energy again from this new perspective really opening all of this stuff up and so I started asking all of these questions and then I started teaching sexuality from that place of God, I wish that someone like me existed when I was first going through my spiritual awakening. Of course, many people did, but that was my perspective. I want to be the teacher that I wish I'd known back when I was going through this. And I was so scared of my sexuality because I was on the spiritual awakening journey. So now I'm teaching both. And a lot of times um, bringing both of those into, you know, a sphere. Sometimes people are really comfortable with me talking about aliens and channeling and all of this. <laughs> and then I start talking about sex and they're like, ah, and they start running away. And then, you know, kind of the opposite happens on both sides. So it is interesting bringing those together and, um, it's very much time and it's very much, you know, something that we're, we're, trying to be multidimensional in our consciousness and our beingness. And that includes the human and all of this stuff out there. And so I'm really trying to connect that whole rainbow bridge, you know, mm. was that short enough? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much because I find that this story is so relatable you know, to so many people in their, in their lives and in their experiences, obviously everything is different, but, um, it is, it's very relatable in the way that coming into sexuality happened for you. Yeah. 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 I love that. So yeah. I, I love would when it opens, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to. Oh, but I want to. <laughs> exactly. It's that push pull. I don't yeah. know, but yes, but I don't know, but yes. <laughs> Maybe yes. not, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And so, yeah, one thing that you and I talked about that we were going to discuss today is all about this beautiful, beautiful topic that I, I really love so, so much. And it can go so deep and so profound, but it's all about receiving pleasure. And why that is important. Yes. And so I'm curious, why is receiving pleasure important to you? And in your experience and in your work, what what do you find in that in that importance of that? Okay. So I might go a little bit um just just if if something feels a little out there, just go ahead and reframe it. I'm telling the listeners, because I know you're, you're comfortable with this. Yeah. Um, so the reason that receiving is so important, uh, and the reason that this message was coming through from my, you know, guidance team is because we are creating something very new, right? Old world falling down, new world being built. And my role in this whole transition is to really focus on the new and build that and have that be what I kind of help people turn their gaze towards so that we can, you know, create something really beautiful together. Uh, because inevitably the things that aren't working are falling apart. The things that cannot carry um, at that higher frequency wavelength, they're just not gonna keep going with us. So we've got to build this new together. And each of us has a different perspective on how that's going to look. But what I was told um, in my channeling is that our ability to receive 
is also out of balance right now. Now we might think that the world is out of balance and we might think that, um, you know, it's out of balance because there's so much anger, or there's so much control or there's, you know, whatever feels out of balance to each person. But what I was shown is we don't actually know how to receive. We don't feel worthy of that, right? And so we go about our day pushing, pushing, pushing. We've talked about, you know, a lot of the collective discussion is around balancing that yin and yang and learning how, you know, we, we often call it the feminine, but uh, steering away from that so that we don't attach it to any gender. And the yin energy needs to come into balance and the yang energy needs to come into balance because uh, with those polarities, when we bring them into balance, that is what we call oneness. That's what we call, um, you know, that, that oneness frequency that we all talk about in Buddhism and, you know, your own spiritual practices. But when we balance polarities, we inherently experience oneness. And so what needs to happen, at least what I've been shown is that yin polarity, which is receptive needs to be brought into the forefront a little bit. We need to learn more about it and experience it more. And I didn't even realize this until I channeled it and I was directed to start teaching it. I was, you know, we talked before this, uh, before this call, I'm like, I'm still like a little uncomfortable with it. I'm still learning about it. And I'm really being pushed to teach about it because we are all kind of in this together and bringing up that receptive polarity is what's going to help us feel whole. It's going to help us feel complete. And when we're complete and when we're whole, when we're in that consciousness, then we're not trying to manipulate or take or hurt other people. So it really, really changes the dynamic of the way that we live our lives. And then it changes the collective. So I think I answered the question. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. And, and I love that so much. It's, it's definitely, um, you know, it's what I teach and it's what I try to embody. And it's, it's my path of learning as well as I think it is for everybody is this concept of receiving. And so I'm curious because I work a lot with this with clients as well. Um, what do you find are the barriers or the obstacles that people face? And I know you mentioned worthiness and I, I believe that that's probably one of the most like embodied unworthy of receiving yeah. one of the biggest obstacles. Um, but what else do you find that, that, you know, bumps up against that receiving? Yeah. yeah. I love that question. So I'm writing a book right now about play and, um, this book is all about how to play in expanded consciousness, right? So we realize that we're creators. We realize that we are the masters of our lives and the masters of our creation. And then with that realization, how do we move forward? Um, a belief that I have is that enlightenment is not something that's this far off that only one or two people receive. We're actually in the age of enlightenment where each person is actually receiving their enlightenment. And then there's more, there's more, there's always more. And so what bumps up against that pleasure factor? Why do we have a hard time receiving? Why do we have a hard time letting this in? There are a lot of different things. One, there's this 
belief that's probably not even conscious for most people. And that is, if I have it too good, then other people suffer. It's this belief of if I suffer more, then somehow I'm going to make other people feel better about their suffering. There are a lot of beliefs that can't, they're not of that higher vibration, so they can't move forward with us. And that's one of those beliefs. It actually just keeps us caught in a recreation pattern when we believe that we, that, you know, my suffering is going to somehow make it more comfortable for you. What really works is elevating ourselves because I'm using my hands. So if people are listening to this, I'll just try and describe it. You know, when we are suffering, we're on the equal level of someone else suffering. And so it just goes back and forth, back and forth. It's a closed loop is what I call it, a closed loop of repetition. But what we want to do is elevate to that next frequency perspective. And that next frequency perspective is, I feel so much joy. Now you can receive it. Now you can see it. Now you can experience it and make that choice for yourself if you also want to feel this joy. There are a lot of factors in play, and I'm not saying that everyone has uh, this sort of, um, you know, easy time going into it. We all have our own factors, and there's definitely, you know, understanding privilege and understanding so, so many things on the playing field right now. It's beautiful that we have all of those perspectives, and it's still okay for each of us to experience our pleasure. In fact, it's how we're born. And it's just something that we remember. And, you know, there's, so what are a couple other things that people bump into? Uh, people pleasing, you know, that's a big one. Um, and that relates to if I suffer, then it's okay, you know, that you're suffering because we're sharing in that. So people pleasing plays into this factor of, you know, I don't want you to think that I've got it too good. And, I want you to feel comfortable in my presence. And there are other ways of doing that. You know, I'll just say that when we actually feel balanced, other people inherently feel that balance. And then their burden is lifted too. Their feeling of suffering is, it's just naturally lifted. There's always that movement and that action and that work that we do in this life, right? All of the healing techniques and the modalities but it is a playground. We're here for the, the act of play, playful creation. And so, you know, it's uh, the barriers. If we can't receive, we can't be in that playground. And that's what we're really here to bring this time around. That's what we're really here in this time frame. As we're experiencing all this change, we're really here to learn how to be these bright, creative, magnificent beings who receive everything that we could desire. And a real desire is actually one of those things that lights everyone up. You know, that's something I could go on another tangent with, but, you know, just to briefly say, like, if it's a desire that is in balance, that's got that balance, that's of a higher frequency, it's going to be lighting everyone up around us. It's going to benefit everyone. So in a way, if we're getting caught in those closed loops, we are staying stuck in those dimensions where we are recreating things. What we want to do is elevate and then help other people see that and feel that so that we can elevate all of us, each other. 
I have a hard time encapsulating it. So I hope that I'm, you know, hitting the questions, but you are, and you just explain it so beautifully. I love it. I really do. I love the eloquent way that you, um, that you describe. So, so it's relevant also, you know, to so many people Yeah. and, and even like when you were talking, and so I know that if I'm feeling it, other people are when they listen mm-hmm. is okay. I'm in, I'm sold. Sign me up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to receive all the pleasure. Yes. Okay. So tell me how to do this now. What are, you know, yeah. make me a list. How do I do this? How, yeah. so how do you step into that? right? Step into this yin energy of receiving. How does one even take that first step? <laughs> and I was telling you before this call, I've got a very playful kitty right now. So let's see if she's on that. So how do we step into that? Yeah. That's like weird. if somebody's like, that sounds like great, but how do I do that? Like, how, how do I have that? Quick pause while I drink. <laughs> And that actually, um, sorry, my cat's right here. That is actually a huge part of it. What I just did, I paused and I took a drink of water. So often we are trying to show up. We're trying to show up. We're not present. We're trying to show up around us and for the people, you know, um, so worried about keeping things moving. So if we can just take that pause, if we can just take that pause and in that pause, sometimes the body goes, oh, that's all I needed, you know, (laughs) and the body speaking of the body is such a good, uh, gift indicator for us for where we're not receiving pleasure and where we are allowing ourselves pleasure because the body's sort of like a little kid. It'll get louder. It'll raise its hand, right, at first. And then it'll be like, hey, hey. And then it'll be like, ah, and start creating a temper tantrum, right? And so our bodies are such good guides for this walk that we're on toward understanding receiving. Now I'll tell you something that I channeled just yesterday. It was really, really beautiful. What I channeled was, you know, I went into a deep meditation. First of all, I'll set it up. Yesterday, Mondays are usually my work days, usually the day where I'm really uh, focusing on getting a lot of things done. Of that cat tail. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but what I was feeling that I wanted to do yesterday was a lot of meditation. And I even, you know, something that I regularly do on Mondays, I bring forward a uh, weekly channeled guidance message. And I was just, I just said, I'm not going to do that today. That's, that's not feeling right. And I spent most of the day in channeling and meditation and just listening and feeling and receiving. And one of the first things that my guides told me was, you're still not receiving, you're still not fully receiving. And I thought, you know, teach me, teach me. What is it that I'm missing here? And it was that pause. It was that just being instead of trying to show up all the time. And the other thing that they said was, you know, pay attention because 
all of these things, we're always giving and we're always receiving. It's happening all of the time, whether we're conscious of it or not. And the play is to become conscious of the things that we desire, the things that we want, which in my case, in that moment was receiving. So become conscious of receiving and then more of it happens. We bring that into balance through consciousness. And that's why gratitude, when we talk about the law of attraction and things like that, gratitude is so key because gratitude is when we're bringing conscious attention to the things that we love and then we're bringing it more in, right? So it's just, it's just that pause. It's just that gentle consciousness and, um, and that, and then it's sort of like, when water's running and something, you know, there's a dip, well, naturally water's going to run into that, but we're just creating the space. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> and, um, that pause and finding the pleasure within that pause. Yeah. yeah. And also I really resonated with what you talked about with the body, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's a lot of the work that I do. So I work very, very intimately with the body. And, um, how, you know, your body's going to ask for it kindly. (laughs) It's going to raise its hands. (laughs) I want to receive something. I need some pleasure. I need some pause. I need something. And if we don't listen, it's just going to get louder and louder and louder. And, you know, I mean, it's so relatable, especially since I have, you know, I've got these two boys and it's like, if they can ask me something and, and it's like, if I don't hear them or, or something, it's like louder and louder and louder and louder. And our bodies really are that same way. It's like when it wants something, when it wants to be in that receiving, when it wants to feel pleasure, when it wants the pause, it's going to tell you. But oftentimes in order to even feel that you have to have the pause or even initiate the pause. And so something that I like to do um, with myself and even with my clients is have that dedicated pause in the day, because sometimes, you know, you need that, um, that reminder, right? And so if you have that, that moment where you're like, okay, I'm going to pause and just see what I can receive or see what my body needs or see how I can add more pleasure into this moment then you start to get those little nuggets of wisdom of, of what, what you can receive. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that dedicated practice because our world, each of us individually are very much trained to never pause. And that's why we don't feel worthy. We're like, oh, but if I pause then I'm not doing it right. I should be able to work 18 hours a day. I should be able to, I don't know, whatever else people are saying we should be able to do. (laughs) And it's just not true. One of my favorite things, and I'll just share this briefly. uh, And by the way, I love the work that you do. And I love that you teach that. One of my favorite things when I first traveled internationally, I went to, where was I? I think it was Thailand where I saw this first. And I'm walking through these different neighborhoods and there are people I had not seen this. I don't think in my life, there were people sitting on their porches or hanging out their windows and doing nothing, just watching people go by, just staring at people, just staring at nothing. And it was so common. It was so normal. It was like, everyone was doing this. 
especially kind of like the older generation, they would just kind of sit and look at things. And I thought, we don't do that. That looks delicious, first of all, to just sit and stare at things. We don't do that in our culture. In fact, we're, we're really taught that that's lazy, that that's something that we shouldn't do. But, you know, this is something that I teach in my channeling course, so it's very related. Think of it this way. If I am always talking, am I ever going to hear anything, right? And it's the same. It's the same when we're receiving pleasure, when we're hearing the body, when we're hearing our guidance team, our highest self, when we're diving into all of that, if I am always busy, active, talking, doing, there's never space for anything to come back and come in. And so it is that balance, you know, of course we like to talk and be active and be silly and playful and, and fun. And, um, but do we receive, you know, do we balance that? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it made me think when you were talking about that, about that slowing down and just witnessing and, and seeing how drastic that would change our relationships with our partners, with our families, with our friends and our children, if we paused mm. even just once a day and really saw them mm. and just saw and, and witnessed that because, you know, how often do we go through and, and like you said, we're doing all the things and we can't slow down. But if you just took like a minute and really paused and saw the people that you love how much that would drastically change your relationship with them. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Very curious I'm thoughts. Right <laughs> I, I was feeling, I was like, okay, I'm going to see Stephanie right now. <laughs> and then it also makes me curious on the receiving end, if you maybe had this as a practice, what it would feel like to receive being witnessed. And once again, that acting of being, of receiving through yeah. being witnessed. And so I don't know. I think that maybe that's something that, that everybody could do very easily every day is, you know, set a timer for a minute, because once again, I like to sometimes give very tangible things for people to yeah. do, or, you know, and sometimes being witnessed or really seeing somebody can be very frightening for the nervous system because yeah. it's deep and intimate. And so what if like you set a timer for one minute, because then you know that there's an end yeah. <laughs> and, and you just allowed yourself to be seen and to be, and to see, yeah, and to receive that. Mm, mm. And thank you for bringing it around to the receiving. Yes. Because sometimes being seen is it's, oh God, now what? Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. One minute is a powerful practice. <laughs> it is. That's very, very powerful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Um, so as we kind of begin to wrap this up, I know that you have a really beautiful program coming up and I would love to give you a moment to talk a little bit about that and how people can find you and participate in your beautiful work and receive your work. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I would love to share. 
So I have a course coming up. It's called Pleasure Alchemy. And the alchemical part of it is how massively transformative pleasure and receiving can be in our lives. And, you know, like you were saying, just that one minute when we create that internal shift, oh man, our whole world shifts, our whole world shifts. And so in Pleasure Alchemy, we're going to be diving into sort of three different units. It's a three-month course. Um, it's a group course. We're all going to be in this together. I, I'm very uh, aware of who's in it. There's no online registration, so everyone needs to private message me to get in. And in this course, we're going to be diving into, first, what is pleasure? What is it for us personally? What is sort of the universal understanding of pleasure and receiving? And, you know, really guiding people into the spiritual understanding that I've received around why this is important and why stepping into receiving is actually stepping into our mastery. The next part that we're going to be, <laughs> if you're watching the video, you can see my cat. I am it's so a kitty. <laughs> I'm in love with this cat, but she's very young and very beautiful right now. So the second unit we're going to be diving into is understanding our personal pleasure map, which I'm going to be using the erotic blueprints uh, for that unit. And the erotic blueprints are, um, I'm a certified coach within that system. And that was developed by a woman named Jaya. It's essentially the five different blueprint types are your love languages for your eroticism. So there's sensual, sexual, kinky, shapeshifter, and energetic. So those different blueprint types are going to inform us a huge amount around what it is that really brings us pleasure because sometimes it's completely shocking we've been living in a different blueprint our whole lives and we can start to receive when we really understand our blueprint to its fullness and then the third unit we're going to be diving into alchemical processes so sex magic different processes that i personally use to alchemize my world and create the life that I want to manifest through sexual pleasure. Now I do that very last because I know that there's sometimes even just talking about bringing sexuality into our manifestation processes, into a spiritual practice, it can be a bit triggering for people. So we're going to be learning how to let that feel comfortable for the first eight weeks. <laughs> we're going to really be learning how to let that feel comfortable. And I'm going to walk everybody through this step-by-step. Step. And then by the end of it, you'll be like, yeah, I'm so ready to like, you know, masturbate for pleasure and learn how to create the world that feels so good to me. Uh, but yeah, walking, taking those smaller steps until then. So mm. that's pleasure alchemy. If you are interested in that, you can send me an email, Allison at allisonholly.com. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. It's Allison Holly Creator on Instagram, Allison Holly on Facebook. And uh, I would say Instagram's probably the easiest and best, but I've got these other avenues. So 
Yeah, be in touch. I would love that. We start the first week of November. And um, if, if it fills up, I may do another one. So yeah. Beautiful. And I will put all of those links in the show notes so you can easily inquire about this amazing program. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, pleasure, erotic blueprints and sex magic. That's, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just like spoke my love language. <laughs> Totally. Oh, it's beautiful. And I really love that you are the way that you move into it. It feels like it's, um, it's, it's like the bite-sized pieces, like you said, to allow that expansion in a very tolerable, beautiful, embodied way. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Everybody go inquire about this program. It is, Allison is just one of the most incredible, beautiful human beings and getting a chance to learn from her is, would be the greatest gift of receiving that you could give to yourself is to receive her embodiment and her channeling and her knowledge and her wisdom and her presence, her deep, deep presence. So go find her links are all below and yeah, thank you so much, Allison, for being on here. Today. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. Oh, it's so good to connect with you again. <laughs> yes, it's so, so good. Yes. And thank you everybody for tuning in and I will see you next week for another episode. Mwah. <laughs> Bye.